Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ask the Amigos. This is a show where we answer all of Discord's burning questions. They're burning. And Aaron, we're going to kick things off with Lord Soup. He asks, I know you like the fights, Aaron. That's you got. Mm. In boxing, who is your goat? And he says, mine's marvelous Martin Hagler. Marvin. It's Marvin Hagler. What did I say? Martin. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's not Martin Hagler. Um... You know, I hated Marvin Hagler, and I think I, I now I respect him. But he used to beat the crap out of guys I liked because I love Thomas Hitman Hearns. I also didn't like Sugar Ray Leonard, but I, I love those guys now because they were such they were warriors. All those middleweights were great. Listen, I, this is generic Pat answer, but if I, I grew up loving Muhammad Ali. I love him, and when he was romping and stomping, no one could touch him. And he took out all the big guys. A lot of the battles he had were when I was just a tiny little kid. But I remember growing up. And seeing all of his big fights, you know, I saw him uh, and Smoking Joe and, you know, and Foreman and all those guys that he came up. And it killed me. It killed me when he would lose. I couldn't believe it. It was like you couldn't believe it had happened. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, uh, ultimately, when Larry Holmes took him out for good, man, that was a tough fight to was watch. Was that in the Rumble in the Jungle or was that the no, Thriller in Manila? this is neither of those. Uh, this is way. Was this it the is well, down in Charleston. It was the none. It's it was the fight where they put they put. Uh, well, he should have been put out the pasture long before this, but he was a money machine, mm -hmm. you know. And you were always a guy like that, just like Tyson. Like as long as he can still walk upright, he can make money. Uh, but uh, poor, uh, and I also hated uh, Larry Holmes too because I hated everyone that wasn't Muhammad Ali in the heavyweight division, and I hated him for killing off my. I mean, but, he, you know, in retrospect, if you go out and watch the fight, he's begging the ref to stop the fight. Mm. He's begging the ref because he knows he's destroying this guy. Mm -hmm. And he and uh, Holmes was an uh, – uh, Ali was his idol, mm -hmm. you know. So I would say I love uh, Muhammad Ali. Uh, he would be my number one favorite boxer of all time. What about you? You know, I'm not the connoisseur of the squared circle. Did they call it the squared circle in boxing, or is that just... No, boxing? yeah, 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 okay. yeah, you can use that. Uh, but I like Ali. I like anybody that's got some some flair. Yeah. Um, Woo! Who's the guy that you introduced me to that I really like, the drunken master guy? He's, he's got I don't a, know why you keep asking me that. He's, he's, he, whenever he, he's kind of bobs and weaves all over the place yeah. all the time. You don't he, know his name? No. I don't know. Okay. We'll look into that. Well, I like him. Um, and uh, I like, you know, I like the Gypsy King. Yeah, he's tremendous. Yeah, I like, I like... What a warrior he is, too. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Heavyweights have really made a big comeback, and it's neat to see uh, someone from the UK back on the top of the heap. You know, I sort of like, Russians. you know, I'm sort of the opposite. When it comes to... Well, actually, when it comes to wrestling, I like the big oafs, too. I guess in both wrestling and boxing, I like huge titans going to work on each other. So you're a heavyweight yeah. guy. Oh, yeah. It's funny, because MMA is totally different. Yeah. The further up the... Car, up in the heavyweights, you are not nearly as skilled, right? Or is it? They're not the money earners that mm -hmm. guys like Conor McGregor are at a much lighter weight, or even even the light heavyweights. It's funny how that works. I've heard that there's no weight classes in sumo. Well, uh, that may be. You know, it's funny. I, there are now. I never really thought about it, but I mean, it, it's sort of sad to see a big sumo. Every once in a while, a little sumo hum humiliates a big one. Mm -hmm. I remember one time I was this guy. I saw this video where the sumos went to go at each other, and the one guy did a leapfrog. And the huge sumo just went under him and that's hit some awesome. dirt. That's that's great. But I'm sure he, at backstage he was beating around. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've kind of gotten out of sumo. It's so crooked, and I didn't like. I mean, they're they got all kinds of problems. Mm. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they've cleaned it up. But I 
I gave up on Simo. Yeah, I'd like to watch more boxing. It's funny, even though I don't. We've talked about this before, even though I don't like violence. There's something about boxing that I enjoy. Yeah. So, all right, Pixels at Dawn. No, sorry, Christian Russell asks, which decade of the latter half of the 20th century do you think saw the most change musically? So, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. Which saw the most change between the beginning of that decade and the end of the decade? Probably, in all honesty, it was probably. Uh, that's a tough because there's always remnants that kind of linger, you know. Because I mean, think about it when it's the it's the '60s, you come in with more like your traditional, uh, like big band orchestra back stuff, you know, like uh, you know that sort of thing. And then you move as you move into the later part of the decade, you've gotten into somewhere like psychedelic stuff. But it's not like the other stuff didn't go away. Right, it's right. still there. So I wouldn't say that. And then you've got the '70s to the '80s. You could make a play because the 80s came in or the 70s came in. It was like more easy listening type stuff, yacht rock. Mm-hmm. And then, then it morphed into, a, it went through a several changes. And depending on what you look at at the beginning of the 80s and the late 70s, you've got punk, you've got disco, you've got a different sort of pop. Plus, there's, the, there's heavy metal has sort of began to appear. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you could say, you could sort of go there. Yeah. 80s to 90s, really not a huge change until the very end. Mm-hmm. When you get the the uh, Seattle stuff starts creeping in, right, right? So, but otherwise, pretty stable, I'd say that decade. So, probably the '90s to 2000 is the rise of hip hop as a big time player. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to say the '90s to 2000, just on that. Well, that's an interesting angle because you, I think you're right. The rise of hip hop in sort of pop music. Emerging from just an underground side, you know, just kind of right. Um, it so, was always around, yeah, but it, it wasn't was when, always. But right, that, but that's you when can it, pinpoint. Right, you look right. at the charts, you can tell. I think you you, you got a book in both. I think the sixties, nineteen sixty 1960 to nineteen sixty nine, society changed. I mean, is my music and society were in lockstep, you know, during the, during that time. And I think that maybe you could make the same claim about the nineties when in fact, you know, if you could think about hip hop as being a mirror on society, at least in certain parts of the world. And so, yeah, good answer, man. I wasn't expecting you to go insightful, but sometimes you surprise I have to, me. I have to voice it out. Yeah. You know, and really what you got to think, once hip hop came to prominence, it's never left. Right. You know, it, right. it's the dominant music now, like rock was, or, mm-hmm. and, you know, or Motown or Absolutely. whatever. Yeah. Um, Pixels asks if you could have any animal at all as a pet without worries about cost or worries about being eaten, what would you have? You ever, you've seen the movie Watchmen or read the comic? Uh-huh, I read the comic. This guy's got a liger. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. I have a lion yeah, They're tiger. bred for their magic. Those are super cool. Mm-hmm. Now that's a pretty good animal. I think they like, do they really exist? I think so. So I would probably go with a liger. That'd be cool. What about you? Is manticore real? No. I kind of like small things. Um, I think hedgehogs in theory are cool pets, but I've heard like they're actually not very cool pets, but they're small and they're cute. Same thing with those sugar gliders. You ever see anybody? Those that are cute. Yeah. yeah. I, I saw them at the mall. One I've time. always been a big fan. You know, in sci-fi, you see this a lot or in anime. There's always like the character and they've got the little thing on the shoulder, you know, yeah. the companion. Yeah. I like that idea. Remember the beast match? They had those ferrets. Mm-hmm. Those were cool. The yeah. two ferrets. Yeah. I like that. You could sick ferrets on people too. The problem is those little animals, like they'll get up on you and you won't pay attention. You smush them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's what I'd be like. Those sugar gliders. Mm-hmm. The guy's like, oh, it'll hold, it'll, you can get in your pocket. Well, what if you go like, right. what if I run into a door? I ran into my car door today with my face. 
You think the sugar glass going to chance? He's They're not going to survive. Chance. Yeah. Tell me about how you ran into the car door with your face. I don't have a story behind it. I opened the car door. I went to step in. Something went wrong, and my face hit the side of the car. I mean, I just sat there thinking to myself, "Man, I'm sure stupid. There's nothing you can do." Thank God I was in front of a prison. There's even dumber people than me in there. Paul Harrington asks. Would you eat meat grown in a lab? Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. I probably already have. Yeah, yeah. Let's, oh, yeah. Not, let's not kid ourselves. Hey, listen, lab it up, brother. I, don't I, am, mind. I can't wait until you can grow whatever kind of meat you want in a lab. And, yeah. that, and that makes the price of meat go down. Yeah. It's good for the environment. I'm yeah. all for that stuff. In fact, I want to get a big, like a double quarter pounder. Mm -hmm. And I want to look at some geek beside me and be like, hey, geek. I'm a vegetarian. Right. Chomp down. If they made vegetables that tasted like burgers, Listen, I'm in. That is the future that I've always longed yeah. for. If you could eat whatever you want guilt-free yeah. about what's in it, think about how life would be, it would be, it would be a treat. I see a soylent green future for us. Maybe so. Yeah. Maybe so. David Z asks, how far would you drive for a pizza? Not far. How far, what's the farthest you've ever driven for a pizza? I don't think I've driven very far ever for a pizza. Well, I have a story behind this, because for the very first time a couple weeks ago, I drove out to Lido, not to Toledo. Lido, to, oh. Not that Lido oh. either. The Lido on Route 60 in I've St. Albans, just outside oh. Jefferson. Yeah, think about it. You're driving down the street. Yeah. You're, you're getting ready to, you're leaving, you're, you've left Ordnance Park in St. Albans. It's on the right by the Tudors. Well, this everything about this sounds delicious. <laughs> I've just left Ordnance Park. What a yeah, great place you, to hang you out. You haven't got stabbed in the face, so yeah. you call it a win. Yeah, think about, you know, the Tudors is on the right side. I don't know where it's at. I, I mean, I know where Do you're you talking about. you never go down 60? Not the Nitro, I don't. Well, I mean, you have to cross the bridge to go to Nitro. I'm talking about on the St. Albans side. I never go there. Okay. No. You never drive through Jefferson. <laughs> Are you nuts? I drive through there almost every day. No. Where are you heading out there? Well, it's a, it's a lie. The, I don't. The Triple X store? No, strip I mean, club? I drive through Jefferson. I don't make any stops. No, you can't stop. No. You won't stop. Um, but anyway, I forgot about the question. Yeah. Uh, so that's about 20, 25 minutes to get there. I drove there because everybody raves about this place. Lido's Pizza. It was one of the first pizza places in St. Albans. Yeah. How was it? They only take cash. They're one of those places. Mm, okay. And the pizza was all right. See, that's, that's and that's and so what did we learn? We learned that you can't go wrong by going with the chain because it's a known quantity. I mean, I, I'll tell you, I love Daveroni's when we were there, mm -hmm. and I've never had pizza that was as consistently as good as ours. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you know, even bad pizza, you know, the saying, I'm not yeah. gonna get into it, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mitsuyama asks, I saw this question on Twitter if you could only ever eat foods starting with the same letter for the rest of your life. Which letter would you choose? Gosh, what a what a goofy question. You ever thought? Yep. P a, for pizza. Pizza, pepperoni, pineapple, pig in a blanket. Spaghetti. Spaghetti. A P spaghetti. Pasta. Pasta. I'm in. P. P me up. That's that's the only answer. That's a good that's answer, right answer. Boat. That's that was very good. Thank you. David Hearn Ryder asks if they made a new Lemmings game. What do you reckon would need to change to make it a success today? I like when people use the word reckon. Yeah. It's very Australian. He must be Australian or something. That's West Virginian. People yeah, say that but here I mean, all the time, you, you hear a lot of Australians use that, reckon. You know? Now, what was the question again? I was cap <laughs> I, I got I got, I got distracted. If they made a new Lemmings game, what do you reckon would need to change to make it a success today? Well, I would. <laughs> I know what they'd want to do. No 3D Lemmings. Mm -hmm. That's out. Mm -hmm. You know? Uh what would they change? 
Well, if you're going to modernize Lemmings, I would I would make Lemmings in like a GTA environment. Think about it for a minute. Okay. It would be in 3D, which okay. nullifies what I said earlier. But like you've got, and it wouldn't be like a conventional Lemmings. This would be like Lemmings 2000. Mm-hmm. And your job is to just cause havoc. So you're putting ramps in front of people, digging holes. So it'd be like That'd Fortnite. be fun. No, it's way better than Fortnite. Because all the other GTA stuff would still be going on. Mm. There'd be a guy picking up a hooker or whatever. You go over to him and dig a hole under the hooker as he falls in. Oh, stuff like that. Okay. What about you? Um, I think it would be cool to kind of cross worms with lemmings. Yeah. And what if you could do this? What if you could do a 24-member match of lemmings? Okay, you got 24 lemmings that pop out of the screen. Every player controls one lemming. And you use the shoulder buttons to switch between the abilities. And, you're, and your job is to get to the exit first. Mm, I like that. That's not bad. I like the idea of a worms-lemming crossover, yeah. too. That's a good idea because... The worms can concentrate on the violence, and the lemmings can concentrate on the building stuff, to, you know, forts and right, stuff. That'd right. be kind of cool, yeah, too. Yeah. And there's a goal in some mm-hmm, levels. Mm-hmm. Bam. Book it. I'm already booking my own games now. I don't know if you heard. <laughs> I heard. This is another one. That's right. That's right. Um, let's see here. Uh, also from Twitter. Or no, I'm sorry. I said, Mr. Chip, he asks, what singular moment is the most memorable for you in your time with classic games? I will say. This is not the answer, but maybe it is. The most excited I think I ever got. There's two times I can think of, and both of them involve you being there. That one time in that wrestling game where I somehow, I'd been out there, remember that 3D wrestling game where I suddenly I'd picked that one guy, I was just killing that guy, doing all these awesome moves. That was great. That and the other great. time was when I landed the plane in that one game, F's 117, yeah, yep. Death Eagle, everyone. <laughs> I, was, I couldn't believe my luck. So those two jump out at me right there. You know, I have so I've got a lot of happy moments, memorable moments. Oh, I mean, if you think back, I mean, is he is, is he is he saying? My question to you is: Do you think he means like from when we were kids or when we were adults and we're doing classic games? It can be whatever you want, man. It's your show. I mean, I still remember coming home with the Nintendo from Circuit City and having the Nintendo on my lap and being like, this is it. Oh, I, yeah. Well, I yeah. didn't think about that. I was thinking about, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, I'm, yeah, yeah. I, there was, there were plenty of purchase. I was like, oh, man. Right. Because here's the thing. around a lot of these. I have, machines. I have, it seems like I almost have more memories, like things that have actually stuck with me about that ride home. Like yeah. when you go to the store, you pick it up and it's, you're sitting there in the car. Yeah. You're reading the same little block of text over and over. Be like, yes, I can't wait to get this. The, thing yeah, the best part of that is you haven't got you bought the game, so you mm-hmm. know you're going to have it, right? But you haven't played the game, so it hasn't been able to do, do anything you didn't like or right. wasn't expecting. And so, in your mind, all the things you've been dreaming about are about to come to fruition. Yeah. It's great, it's, it's a great time. And I've thought about that with a lot of things in life. Like, so many times the buildup has been more, more excitable than the actual product, and it yeah. makes me wonder, it's like. Why don't I just stop buying all the actual products and just continually build my excitement up for various things then shift to the that next That should thing. be the next boat challenge. You buy stuff and then never do and I mean it's sort of you've done that right. already. But usually you at least try it once or at least I look just buy at it, it but in the closet. You just buy it. No, you know, and just and just throw it just away. Just throw it away. Yeah, that's more my style. Yeah, absolutely. Um Let's see. Mitsuyama asks if you could erase your memory of one game to be able to play it for the first time again. What game would it be? Oh, oh man. Wow. That's, a, that's deep. Go, mm-hmm. You go ahead and leave the dance on this. Two. One. I got right. two. 
uh, Katamari Damacy. Yeah, the first I know time you I played that. that. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I love that game. And the game we were talking about on the Discord, Earthbound, as a, a JRPG. Yeah, I heard of that. Crazy, crazy, awesome. And it, I didn't play that until I was old. I, when I was in Korea, it was the only JRPG I ever finished on an emulator. And um, I just love everything about it. And so I would love to be able to play those games again because I've never played another game that gave me those feelings. How about you? Well, I'm going to go way back. Uh, I'm going to got two as well. I wish I could erase them from my mind the very first time that I came upon a, a Tron machine. Mm, yeah. You yeah. walk into the arcade and see that. Gl- I mean, this is the brand spanking new. Right. Everything's brand new. It's all gl- it's just like, I couldn't freaking believe this thing. Mm-hmm. It was like it came from space mm-hmm. or something. And then the other one that comes to mind instantly, it's the first thing I thought of, actually. And this is a, another generic answer, but it's true. I remember, I distinctly remember, I remember the position I was sitting in when the Chud loaded up the first time I ever saw Doom. Mm. You know, that game, much maligned over the years. You know, but people, don't, people know it's important. But, I mean, you can't, unless you were alive and you've been playing PC games for years, you can't understand the quantum leap that was a game. Did it, did it really, was it really that much more advanced than Wolfenstein? Oh, yes. Yes, because Wolfenstein looked like a... a, a Wolfenstein had, we'd seen that sort of scrolling and that sort of graphical chunkiness. Mm-hmm. Like, Doom was just off the chart. And the thing is, it was also, not the cusp, it was just it bad was, A. You're just it, like, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. You just look at it. It's just like, this is rock and roll right, right. here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can so see that, that one's another one. Um, would you believe that I played um, Duke Nukem before I played Doom? Yeah, was it the 2D one? No, no, the oh. 3D. I just, I just happened were, to come across it. Party to the party on Doom. Yeah. Then, yeah. yeah. Um, Paul Harrington asks, when you were a kid, what was the scariest thing in the world? Well, I may have mentioned this before. There was a movie that had flying vampires in it. Mm-hmm. They'd come to your window and that scared me. I was always afraid of like windows. Yeah. You know, um, nuclear war was in there. And we even talked about that once before, because especially when I was younger in the, in the eighties, when the crap was going on over in, in Iran, and uh, stuff was going on. I mean, it was just there was. It was very. I mean, the funny thing is, you're a little kid. You don't know what Iran is. You don't think. You don't know if that's right. Is that Russia? They got nukes. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Mm-hmm. But it was such an upheaval that was real scary. But I mean, that's sort of a generic answer. But it was. You were sort of always thinking about it in the back of your head. Right. Um, torture. That's something else I've always been dread scared to death about being tortured. Mm-hmm. So those are the three things that come to my mind. Well, when I was a kid, now definitely torture is up there. Yeah. Yeah, that's no good. But when I was a kid, the biggest thing I was afraid of, and this is, I mean, I honestly should have seen a psychologist because I was constantly afraid that my little brother and little sister were going to get lost. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I would be, whenever they would go out or something, and my parents, they were not worried about this. And yeah. But I would just constantly be like, are they okay? You know, and just yeah. constantly being worried about that. You know, ironically, my constant fear, to the, and it's the same to this day, is that the Brent won't get lost. <laughs> I'm afraid I can, won't. He'd just always be around. That's my nightmare. Um, let's see. Uh, David Z says, now that you're getting older, what part of your body hurts the most? None of me hurts. None of me. None of me hurts at all. Every once in a while, I, sit in the, I got a habit of sitting in the same spot and editing and stuff mm-hmm. for like hours and hours and hours and mm-hmm. hours. So when I get up, you know, it'll hurt because I've been sitting there for a thousand hours. But <clears throat> I feel pretty good. Mm-hmm. I feel real good, actually. Um, so, uh, um, I guess nothing right now, but this is a, a begging for disaster right. here, but I feel fine. 
you know, I'm sort of the same way. Um, I, I think every once in a while, if I sit in the same place for a long time, my back will sort of be hurting when yeah. I, when I get up, but I don't have any chronic pain. Eep, on the other hand, she, she's starting to break down. Her knees give her trouble. Her back gives her trouble. Of course, she's on her feet active all day long. You need to stop having her plow the back 90. Well, the problem. Yeah. Like she was up there crawling around on the roof this morning in the cold. So. What were you doing? I was in bed. Yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> um, You'll be able to attend. To, you'll be able to attend to her when she's laid yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, let's see. Chris Folds asks, "What are you looking forward to most right now? Why? Boat Fest. We were just talking about it. Yeah, I'm real excited about Boat Fest, man. I'll I'll, I'll also say just coming out of the two year long social coma that we've mm-hmm. been in. I want to get out. I want to run the roads with my friends and. I want to take my kid to on vacations and stuff. I, I want to do stuff with him, but I'm absolutely fired up about boat fest. I'm really looking forward to it. And as we get closer, we start talking about today. I got more excited. Yeah. Once again, my answer is the same as yours. Uh, I'm just looking forward to being around, you know, each other again, <laughs> going over to Matt's house on Saturday mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and doing Brent's new role playing thing. Whenever that starts up, I'm looking forward to all that stuff. Yeah. It's so, be great. Yeah. Just getting it back in the mix, back in the mix. And it's hard to get back in the mix. I've gotten lethargic uh, in terms. Of, I mean, I I work hard, but I don't. It's it's editing work and mm-hmm. that kind of job. You know, I, I, I it's been a long time since I hardly did anything socially going out. And a lot mm-hmm. of people are like that, so mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that. I hope, I hope this stuff's behind us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, Jason Warrens asks, what What's the one thing you were most proud of fixing or modding yourself? <clears throat> I have modded and fixed a lot of stuff over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a 1084 monitor go out on me, and I searched and searched and searched to try to find the answers to the cause of the problem. And I got in there and diagnosed it, and I thought I had the right thing, and I ordered it, the part I needed, and it worked. And it was so that was pretty gratifying. Mm-hmm. Really, anytime you fix a TV or a monitor, it makes me happy. I like. I've got a lot of stuff that people tossed. And I'll keep it around forever, even if it's sort of broke. Because, I, but I mean, I, I like that. I like that element of it because I like making do with less. Just you know, so. But I, that 1084 is a big deal in terms of modding. Uh, I will say my most of my mods are ugly, but I yeah uh, I do like I do like the power supply mod I did on the on the Coleco Atom. That thing worked out great. Get jettison that printer, mm-hmm. and also I watched the video with the original modder, and I improved on this design by quite a bit. So mine's a lot; it's a better, it's a better design. So I'm pretty happy with that one. I'd say that would be in there too. Um, yeah, I've uh, I've I fixed you know a fair amount, not nearly as many as you have, but like you know electronic stuff. When I fix it, it always makes me feel good. But the thing that I'm most proud of is when uh, I fix the toilet. When I, when I, because here's the thing, when you fix a toilet incorrectly, lots of bad things could happen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so the fact that I was able to take this thing apart, replace all of the seals, replace the flushing mechanism, replace the handle, do everything inside it, put it all back together and it worked and it didn't leak and sewage didn't fly all over the room. I call that like, that's the most proud I've ever been. Well done. Yeah. You know, when we had that huge pipe breakage a couple weeks ago, that was another one. I, I, it's horrible. I mean, that stuff 
Jeez. Yeah. And it is gratifying when it works. That's yeah. for sure. And you haven't had any more problems, right? No, so, yeah. no. It's, it's. I mean, you know, well, the floor in there is not too good. Well, but, but I mean, it you're was getting ready to rip all good. that stuff out anyway. Have we looked to see how what it costs and then waiting right period now, for a guy to yeah, do that stuff? At some point yeah. in the future. Um, let's see. Kit asks, since you... Oh, Kit. We haven't heard of him for yeah, a while. Since you two are country boys, when you I'm have... New Jersey. When you have cakes on the griddle, which are they? Hot cakes or pancakes? Does it really even matter? Well, he's quoting a great song. Yeah. Well, uh, I know. Thank God song. I'm a country... It's all right. Thank God I'm a country boy for John, John Denver. Yeah. Actually, John Denver sang it. It was written by, uh, it's funny, in the live version, he actually has the guy who says that wrote it playing fiddle. Um, we call them, I don't think I ever call those hot cakes. Only, the only person that I've ever known that's called it hot cakes is the person that's behind the counter at McDonald's. Yeah, McDonald's calls them yeah. hot cakes. We call them pancakes. Pancakes. 100%. I do like pancakes. I don't have them that often. Usually what we have is waffles. Yeah. Because well, they're easier to put in the old toaster. I would rather have waffles. I prefer waffles to yeah. pancakes. I'm not a big pancake guy. I mean, don't get me wrong. If somebody puts a big stack of them in front of me with a bunch of syrup and butter, yeah. I'm okay. But if I have the choice, I will take waffles any day of the week. You know what I like is uh, I like pancakes from the old Cracker Barrel. Hmm. Those are my favorite. I haven't had those Oh, they're before. the best. Really? They're the best. But you know, Cracker Barrel in Taste Valley? There's one in, uh, there's one in Cross Lane. Cross Lane's okay. There is one in Barsville as well. You know what's good eating is when you ever stay at a hotel and they've got one of those uh, waffle yes. makers. Yes. And you've got all the crud pre-mixed. Yep. And you just you do oh, the thing, man. you flip it. That's good eating. That's good that. sure. That's yeah. real good eating. You know, hotel breakfast. I love, like, I don't know why you don't, you'd ever stay at a hotel that didn't offer free breakfast. Because they're always great. You always get a, you know, no, you got to get there maker. early, though. Yeah, you got to get in there. Because otherwise you get out and you're just like, you get like one real green or black banana. Yeah. Like a one apple with a chunk out of it, you yeah, know, you can eat it. Um, Pajaco asks, have you ever utterly trashed a joystick or controller or even a whole system in a rage quit? Oh, well, yeah, just, I'm just biting them. No, no, I, I eat my controllers, but I don't trash them. I am far too cheap. I never get that mad to where I would actually destroy something. Mm -hmm. I, I can't imagine ever getting that mad. Mm -hmm. Now, I've had some heated games with the Brent back in the day where I wanted to keep that thing. And I'm sure I even threatened to do it, but I would never have done it. And the reason is, uh, it's just, that's just no good. I, I, have you ever gotten that? Because... You you got a little temper on your case. You're getting some edge. You crash, trash something. I manage. You know what? What I do is I take my rage out in my hurtful words. <laughs> That's what you do. Yeah. Who do you yell at if you get if you get your if you get trounced in the game? What do you? Who do you? Just the guy beside you? He gets your rage. Well, no. I take it out on somebody else that I know will be able to take it, and uh, and it never says anything bad about anybody else. It's a weird answer. What a weird answer that was. So you're not the kind of guy that would throw the Atari no, across the room or the no. handheld. But it'll fester. Like, I'll get frustrated, and it'll fester inside my soul. And then I'll see somebody, and I'll be like, you're ugly. <laughs> that's just random in the street. Yeah, yeah. And then that's how I get it out. You just go, hey, stupid. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> HSI asks, of all the computers and oddball systems ARG Presents has covered. Oh, okay. Which was the one you thought outstripped its reputation or your knowledge of it going in, good or bad? So, for example, you thought it was going to be good and turned out to be terrible, or you thought it was going to have nothing but duds and you really ended up enjoying it. Oh, God. Jeez. And you did a lot of ARGs. Do you have a thought on that? Uh, well, most of the ARGs I did were console-based, and they weren't as, as obscure. Yeah, but we covered a couple of nutty ones, didn't we, when you were on there? No, you guys really dove into the nutty stuff after I left. Um, I will say, Brent, 
uh, on well, on our anniversary show, he picked uh, the uh, uh, what was that stupid thing called the duck that the handheld system that has duck in it. The stupid uh, what's the name of that dumb system? It's all oh, hand- the cyber duck. The, yeah, so whatever side duck, whatever name. He, yeah, that game, that system was better than it had any right to be. I will say that one. As much, it's, and it's a piece of crap. Was that the, was that a Russian system? Uh, no, it was okay. just one of these generic, you know, like floating around right. Europe mm-hmm. systems. But I mean, the system itself, from all accounts, it's the screen is garbage, the controls are garbage, is garbage. But it, it did have games that they actually put some thought into. So that one would be on the list. I'll tell you the the the, uh, the another one that is at the top of my list is the uh, is the uh, uh, the System 80 the, uh, from uh, Australia. Mm-hmm. Man, of course, it's playing like this model, TRC model 2 and 3 games. Those games were way better than you would think. I mean, That's what, really, Outhouse, right? Outhouse was one we played. Convoy, I think, was the other one. They were great. Uh, uh, Dick Smith's System 80. Super so, 80. That thing was great. Mm-hmm. And then, so, and some uh, I thought would be better. I'll be, you know, it's funny. I don't think I've ever played a game. I don't think we've ever done a Super Nintendo game that I liked. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean it's crap. It's just that I don't like the other games we've done. Right. Well, uh, I mean, you you've chosen some weird ones, like the Aerobiz game. That's yeah, a, that's kind of a yeah. Well, game. yeah, but I mean, I'm talking when we just did look at the system. Like I know Brent picked some. He just, Brent always picks goofy stuff mm-hmm. too. So I'm like, it's not a killing the system. Uh, but uh, the, that's one that comes to mind. Uh, it's funny that, and then some of them are a mixed bag. But those are the two that come to my mind instantly. You've listened to the show. I mean, you've played a lot of systems. What systems do you play where the games end up being better than you thought? Coco. Yeah. I, enough said. Yeah. I told you, brother. Yeah. Yeah. I told you. I was not a believer until I started playing. Now you can't get set up. I can't get We have enough. a show. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, David Z asks, what was the worst or saddest computer problem or blow up you ever had? The worst or saddest? Well, I've got, a, you know, my CD32 is at the, sort of the top of that list. But they, I thought that was a triumph. You fixed it. Well, it was a triumph, but it had it has taken some damage, and I don't know if I'll be doing like a lot of people have those cool peripherals and stuff. For me. I don't know if I can ever use any of that stuff. Mine's been really kind of jury rigged up. It works, but and I never hardly use it because I just don't want to tempt fate, mm-hmm. you know. So that's that one comes to mind. There's a couple, uh, there's a couple. Uh, times with the old uh, cutter that I kind of wish I hadn't done. Wow. A couple of those, you know. It's funny how much time changed. Things changed in, the in like, quick. Mm-hmm. But in the old days, you could just, like, I didn't think twice about doing stuff like that. But right. Now you, you take a Dremel and you go to work. Can't do that no more. Yeah. What about you? Uh, my, the, the, uh, the incident with the OSSC, you know, Rushi sent two, uh, he sent us two uh, oh, yeah. uh, open source scan converters. And uh, I was, uh, and again, oh yeah, this, I forgot about that. This was this was a uh, situation where I was I was wiring it up. I was getting things ready. I was watching Trump. This was soon after Trump was elected president. He mm-hmm. was giving one of his trademark speeches, and I was yeah. getting riled up. Yeah, wasn't paying attention to what China. I was doing. Right. Yeah. And I plugged in a wrong voltage power. I remember, that, and that was the end of it. Until you fixed it. I should have put both your screw ups on my triumph list. I should put three of them on there. The monitor. Oh yeah, the ZX Spectrum and yep. the OSSC. I fixed yeah. all those. Yeah, mm. you're the man. I'm like Little Frank Junior. Yeah, I think you should get a shirt that says Little that. Frank Junior. I'm not sure Frank would be one that. <laughs> I could be the Dick Smith of Frank's outfit. It's my face, like bye. 
<laughs> like on the thumbnail for the uh, magazine rack. Yeah. When you think Aaron, think Dick. That's what I want you to be. The it can be the peg line on the bottom. Mister Harrington, the boss man, writes. What's the quickest you've broken something after buying it? <laughs> a boat? There you Please. go. I think you just named that. Did you ever use the OSSC one time? No. Um, but now that it's fixed, if I have an opportunity to, I will. Um, for example, Paul says, he dropped and cracked a coffee table whilst taking it out of the box. <laughs> mm -hmm. The boss man did that? Yeah. Man, that's decidedly unboss-like yeah. to do that. Yeah. I'm not sure I've ever broken anything instantly. I'm trying to think if I ever have. I'm sure I have. Oh, oh I know. I blew up a motherboard one time. That was the one. Yeah, that was that was, and it was. I I just got that. I was adding cash to it, but I was drunk, mm. and I had a. I was I was I had a screwdriver because I misplugged something, and I was just drunk and like going like this. And I just <laughs> raked over oh, like all the fat leads. I was just like, it's done. That was not. No, that wasn't a happy day. Um, I broke one of the GBS eighty two twenty boards pretty quick after getting it. Um, when we were doing this was part of the uh, RGB, uh, Amiga RGB, the VGA. Oh, is that where you dropped? Did you drop power on it or something? What did you do to that? I, I think I dropped some Gatorade on it. Oh. So this, what is it um, with you with that stuff, yeah, boat? My yeah. God. So it's open, bare circuits, power, electronics. Yeah. yeah. It's all it's all death. Um, okay. David Hearn Ryder asks, did you ever revisit Flashback? He's talking about the game. And get better at it, especially after you tried the Genesis version? Well, I have revisited it a few times. I have not gotten any better. I hate all those games. Jordan it, Mechner, all uh, that crap. Oh, oh no. Listen, Prince of watch Persia. yourself. Prince of Persia is like um is like Jordan Trevor Mechner Horn. didn't do flashback. Oh, it doesn't matter. He's like Trevor Horn. He made all the video games after Prince of Persia garbage. Because he's the one that introduced rotoscoping. You had to have all the coin. It doesn't matter how crap your game controls. As long as it's got rotoscoped yeah, but, animation. Hold on a second. Cool. Prince of Persia controls great it, and is awesome. No. It's not Prince of Persia's fault you're no good at it. No. And it's not Flashback's fault either. No, listen. Give me Jumpman. That's a good control. I love Jumpman, but I mean, there are two different types of games. Yeah, one's good, one's bad. How, how does Jumpman do when he tries to grab hold of a ledge? He, he, probably he falls to his he death. Does, he, doesn't, he doesn't have good arms. No. Get that out. By the way, did you see that somebody made Jumpman for the Amiga and no. this new game jam? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm going to check that out. Mm. Buck Owens asks, if you could wipe your memory of the experience of reading a specific book in order to enjoy, enjoy it again for the first time, what book would that be? You can go first. You've read a million books. You know, every time I read a good book, I wish that I could do this, that. This sort of goes back to the boat, the boat challenge again. Remember, you were, you were worried that the books you thought were your favorites weren't very good. Right. You had to read them again. Right, right. Yeah, that, that, that happens. The boat challenge had many facets. <laughs> You know, you weren't going to buy stuff, the things with the books. I've seen all kinds of videos. I go back and look at these. I'm like, what is what is the boat challenge? You need to write like a manifesto for this thing. Like, what the hell are you talking about? I mean, probably I'd say Lord of the Rings. You know, I, oh, I still one. I still listen to Lord of the Rings almost every night in audiobook format. Yeah. Um, every night? Yeah. It literally wow. It literally, because it's just long enough. And it's dense enough that uh -huh. you can listen to it all the way through. And when you circle back around on it, you pick up on new stuff. I hope you're ready for Amazon to take care of that for oh, you. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they're going to give it the old Star Wars treatment. So. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I'd say Lord of the Rings. How about you? That's a good... I would probably, along those lines, what, you know, one of my all-time favorite books back in the day was The Hobbit. Mm -hmm. And so, 
I was also thinking neuromantis because it changed my life. Another one, Interview with a Vampire. Is that, I know these are generic answers. But is they that were a good mo- book? I mean, I've never Which read one? it. Anne Rice, the Interview oh, with a Vampire. Oh, man. I, you know, it's funny. When I used to go to the li- Putnam Library, the public library, to do schoolwork and mm-hmm. stuff, remember we had to do that? Right. You probably don't remember that. No, but I did that. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I kept seeing this book sitting out. Mm-hmm. And it was, I mean, every time I went there, I'm like, what is this? And it was the Interview with a Vampire. And man, I read that book and it blew my mind. It was just a different way to look at the whole vampire yeah. story. It really it seems kind of cool. It is. It was real good. And Neuromancer was great. I love that. It's one of my top favorite books. It's another one that blew my mind because it changed the way you looked at computers and BBSs and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was just listening to Jack Flack today. By the way, I strongly urge you to look up this virtual reality. You don't know Flack. Have you okay. heard it yet? I haven't listened to it yet. Oh man, it's one of the best ones he ever did. Really? And uh, uh, but he mentioned he mentioned Neuromancer, so that would be there. But I would probably of all the bunch, I'd probably say The Hob because I enjoyed that one so much as a kid. And man, they really crap. I wish you could forget the movies too oh while we're gosh, at it. The yeah. worst, the worst. Um, Jerry Jerry Foberry, it's <laughs> a good name. Writes: Have you ever been fired from a job? It's complicated. How about you? Yes. You really? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I was fired. I mean, I will. I'll use the easy answer because that's a much more complex that gets a little blue answer, but. I went to the movie. I worked at the cinemas in Huntington. I worked at the you know ones across from Keith Albee. Mm-hmm. I don't go there anymore. And they hazed me on my opening night. They didn't tell me the prices for the cash register, and then they stuck me out there on the night of a there was a Freddy movie that came out that night. So the place was packed, and they just left me out there with no help. Oh my gosh! And they thought I saw him behind the around the corner snickering that was funny so i made it real funny for him because i sold everything for a dollar mm-hmm. for about two hours mm-hmm. and then i grabbed a box of whoppers and i went home and never went back i was in it was my extent in the film business so i'm sure i was fired <laughs> i can't believe they would do that who ran that place a bunch of kids i don't know i did learn that they have bags they have huge 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 bags of popcorn stowed in the upstairs of the theater like unpopped yeah no it's popped Really? Yeah, it's popped up there. The Huntington Theater's got that, too. What are they doing with it? They, they store it. They serve it later. Mm. Oh, yeah. Nasty. Look it up. Um, yeah, I was fired from the job that I worked at before I went back to teaching. I uh, had a disagreement with the uh, new management that rolled in. Yeah. Did you punch them? And no. Uh, did you did you vote angry him? No. I was offered a position in another department. Yeah. And I said, I don't want it again. And... Uh, and I said, I'm not, I'm not interested in that. And uh, they said, all right, well, HR called and they said, this is it. And so, yeah, that's the only time I've ever been fired. And yeah. I, I literally thought my life was over. My was, thing is I never try to leave a job on bad terms right. ever. And I, I, I don't want, I didn't leave that job on bad terms. Uh, everybody except for my manager who was let go a short time later um, really thought well of me. So it was a bad, you know, that's the thing. This is a bummer question. So much yeah. about life depends upon the actions of your immediate superior in the job world. Because sometimes you get a geek. Yeah, up in there, if you've yeah. got a boss that's cool, or at least you can get along with them, you can do anything. Have you ever fired a sucker? No, no, I haven't. I've, I've only uh, because I'm you know, now I'm a teacher, so nobody works under. I've me. shown people the door. Have you? Yeah. When, when I worked, when I worked at Lexmark, IBM, right? Yeah. I bet you had a lot of losers come through those. Doors. Also, when I was at the computer store, I showed a couple suckers the door too. Yeah, they're no good. Yeah. Um, one day you'll fire me and that'll be that. It's coming. Um, better get the boat fest this year, pal. Yeah. Paul Bossman asks, what was the most recent thing you did for the very first time? 
he says, I tried cod row for the first time. And then he has vomit emoji. <laughs> it doesn't have to be food related. Is. I don't know what cod row is. Cod row. So cod's a fish and row is the eggs. So cod oh, eggs. Oh, man. Holy jeez. That yeah. sounds hideous. Gosh, it's. I don't know if I've done much here recently for the first time because I haven't done that much because the, you know, the, the deal going down, the pandemic thing mm-hmm. going down. Okay, you got an answer to that? I'll tell you what I want to get into because I can't think of an answer. Well, that, oh, okay, so you're changing the question. question. Okay. I want to get into book binding. I've bound books before. Doesn't that out. seem like something that I could really get my teeth into? It's not that tough. You get the old vice. Uh-huh. You get some adhesive, some book adhesive, you know, spread it on there. Mm-hmm. Take the gimmick, put it over the book. When did you do this? I worked at the track in the print shop, so I learned some printing. That's awesome. It's not that good. Really? Everyone says, oh, book binding. That's the kind of thing that some kind of studious dork would say. Mm-hmm. Does that? Why does that sound fun? Spread glue on paper? <laughs> Are you sick? But, I mean, it's like you put the leather cover on there and you emboss it with the chisel. No. No. You're... Okay. you're it sounds like, well, you know what that is? That's something, if, if it's something that people get paid to do, that's not a hobby. That's true. That's you giving away your services like an idiot. That's true. Um, so you got nothing on what you tried recently? Uh, the, the here's time. what I'm trying for the first time right now. In fact, I started trying it today. I'm trying to organize a, a, a structured con. That's what we're doing. Okay. We And you are too. Oh. Have you ever done that before? No. Okay, there you go. Yeah, there we go. Um. That's something else I'm trying today. I can't to wait to come up with luxurious answers when I've got nothing. That's my other new thing. I can't wait to hear your answer to this question. Oh Aaron. man, what's the most extreme sport or activity you've ever done? Well, I did full contact uh, karate. That was pretty extreme. It hurt too. <laughs> uh, uh, so that was—I'd say that would be up the top. I can't uh, listen. Am I going to skateboard or? Snow. I'm not gonna do anything. What am I gonna do? Even when you were a kid, you never skateboarded down your street. Non skater, just like Mark. Non. I didn't. I wasn't a skater. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, bike. I did a crazy bike stuff. Bike jumps. Bike. Trying to do flips on bikes. Mm-hmm. You know. But I mean, sick ramps. No, weren't that sick. Mm-hmm. You know. But they were. You know, it seemed sick yeah. when you go that far off the ground and land on your kahunas. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is painful. Yeah, that that's is. no good. Yeah. It was extremely not fun. What about you? I mean, you don't strike me as the extremist. Um, well, I've you know I've done a lot of the same things that you have. I've done the, I've done the karate. I've done the getting punched in the face, kicked in the face. I kicked the guy. You're in the still face sort of doing that, right? Well, I, I I've stopped everything, but Iido, I had to. I was having physical issues. What about um, bear baiting? Bear baiting. You ever thought about doing that? Well, is that a real that, thing? That's not really a sport. You just it's get a bear. The, that really seems angry. like a, that seems like a sport. Bear baiting. I mean, I, that's a, I love saying that word, but is that real? Yeah. People bait bears. Well, not anymore. But in the like they go bleep, 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 yeah. So what you do? You 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 attach a bear to a light post and then you anger it and then everybody laughs. That's that's so that's, that's not exactly, the way I envision. That's, exactly bear, that's not how is. I thought it worked. I thought you went out in the woods. You found a big bear. Okay, that's sitting there, right? right? Eating honey, right. right? And then you jar over its You face. get a you get a pointy stick, or mm-hmm. or or a, uh, or maybe one of those like a white gloves, and you just go up and start, you just kind of whack it until it gets pissed off, and then you go, "Come on, bear! Come on, bear!" And then when the bear comes to the mall, you you run off, and then when the bear gets tired, you go, "Come on!" And you keep doing that and see how far you can lure him before you get murdered. Mm. Maybe you should. This could be a new extreme sport. I really did think that's what it's not. It's going to appear on the uh, light post. You made that up, didn't you? No, that's that's totally a shoot. 
They how do you get a bear to go to anywhere near a light post? Yeah, so you have that. That's what bear baiting is. That's a real thing. That's a real. Who thing. did that and when? Everybody in Victorian England and the Queen loved it. That's, what was what were they? How bored were they? They were they were all about the animal cruelty in the. In Thank the God era. somebody invented TV. Yeah, my God, yeah, that's great. Really, that's what stopped bear baiting. Was the invention of the television? That's see, my my version is less violent toward the bear. Um, it's more violent toward the person. That's true because it gets mauled. Yeah, um, they deserve it. In a similar vein, Chris Folds writes, "What is the highest height you've ever jumped from into water?" And he says, "Mine was twenty five feet in Mexico. It was wild." Wow. Mine was at the FMC uh, Hunting and Fishing Club. I've jumped off that. Yeah, that's scary. I will say, if I was to jump off something into the water in Mexico, it wouldn't have went too good because it was the Rio Grande. And it was, <laughs> that thing was, you could have walked across that. Um, the highest thing I ever jumped off of into water. Okay. Um, at the old uh, pool that they had in... Uh, in St. Aug, I guess it'd be dumb. What is that right there? You know, near the hospital, the old rock branch, Rock Lake, old rock Lake pool. Mm-hmm. They had a swing. You could swing off. I of. can't believe that you were uh, living when that was. Still I was. In I was. And so I did go off that. And it was. When did that super close high. down? Well, it, it, the pool park closed down. It wasn't, it was probably 86. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, that was, it was long gone by the time I was of swimming age. See, he says there's no bears left in England. They must have baited them all to death. Bears hey. don't put up with that. By the way, uh, England, you wouldn't have tried that with the bears we got. That would have gone. <laughs> These bears are not. I don't know what they got over there, but I'm guessing they don't have any big bears. Over I, there. I never. They never explained how they attached. Because the most of the bears post. are probably like you know, yay big. Mm-hmm. Like we got bears here that and they'll take that light post and bend it over their knee and break they'll it work half. Lungs yeah. out, Jim. And the ones out west, oh mm-hmm. man, those you don't want to screw with those either. Pajaco6502 asks, in a Bill and Ted style, you need to beat the Grim Reaper at a game to escape the afterlife. Yeah. What game is it? It can be a board game or video game. So I've got to beat the bear. No, the Grim Reaper. Oh, <laughs> I've got bears on the mind. <laughs> Get a bear be involved somehow. <laughs> Probably, if I had to beat someone in a game that I had to win or I was going to die, like a high score challenge, mm-hmm. Matt Mania. Because I can play indefinitely. <laughs> Screw you, death. I'm going to live forever. You know what I would do? I would do the old Princess Bride game. You know, where you have the cup of poison and the cup that's not poison. Do you think you're as clever as that guy? Oh, I he was have... Sicilian. What do you got? Well, no, I'm talking, you're going against the Grim Reaper. How, how smart could he be? Yeah, but he can drink all the poison he wants. Have Man, you thought about that? I, did, I didn't think about that. <laughs> He's a dead man. I might have to rethink that answer. <laughs> Also, you realize that he poisoned both the cups in that. That's true. And he built up an immunity to poison. Have you done that? No. You're this sucks. <laughs> you might be onto something. Listen, there. you challenge into a bear baiting contest is what you do. Um, Christian Russell asks, Elvis or the Beatles? Now see, that's low. That's dirty pool. I'm gonna go with the Beatles. But I feel like a, sm- a schmuck saying that. There's no question to me. The Beatles are, are better than Elvis. No, not, I mean, no, no, without no, Elvis, no. there couldn't have been the Beatles. You've got that. Well, I mean, that's irrelevant. But the majority of the King's recorded output is schlock. 
What? No, no. Yeah, all the stuff that he did after he started making movies is unlistenable. Right, but he's garbage. got he's got way more songs than the Beatles. What do you say? No. Well, okay. He's got Does all he those gospel way? albums. Well, yeah, and stuff? but those are not what I call high quality recordings. Well, you're not into the, gospel. The best Elvis stuff is like fifty-seven to sixty. Everyone always said that he was like one of the top tier gospel singers. Of the oh, day. he's got a beautiful voice. You know, and also there's also Elvis has the ambiance. Well, when it comes to style and yeah. grace. That's Nobody Elvis. can rock a jumpsuit like Elvis. No, I would love to. I would. I would love. I repeat, I would love to have one of those sequin jumpsuits. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I know you would. Style too. points. And the Elvis cape. wins every time. Yeah, yeah. But the Beatles. I mean, they're the Beatles. Yeah. Um, David Hearn Ryder asks, "What game did you know wasn't very good, but you kept coming back to it anyway?" God. Most games I like, I fully admit, are not the best games in the world. I come back to them for nostalgic reasons. Well. Like a lot of people hate Dragon Slayer, mm-hmm. and I've I've been a week hasn't gone by where I haven't fired that up. So mm-hmm. I would say that would be up there, you yeah. know. Uh, but some people don't even consider it a game like the Brent. But if you listen to him, for me, Paperboy on the Nintendo. Nope. Oh, on the Nintendo, yeah. yeah. Like it's not a great port, um, but it's the one that I go back to the most often. Paperboy, great game. Though. It is a great. Love game. that one. And our last question, Aaron, a yep. food related question right. from David Z. I was waiting for one. Which fast food place has the best fries? National chains only, not regional. This is easy. McDonald's. Rallies. Really? Rallies has the best fries. Or Checkers, depending on where well, you're it's, at. It's all the same. Yeah. You really that's, think? Oh, oh I man. was not really. Yeah, absolutely. There's not, not even a, there is no number two. Here. To me, to me, nothing can beat. Have, hot. You, have you eaten many rallies? Yes. Oh, man, yeah. I love those. Nothing can beat hot, Ooh, fresh. Hot. McDonald's fries. Now, McDonald's fries decay in taste more exponentially than any other fries. Like, if you get McDonald's fries and they're not hot and fresh, they're garbage. I'm going to give you a tidbit here. I'm going to give you a hint. Okay. Okay. What you do is you go get you some of these Rally's fries. Okay. And they've got this... Uh, uh, I'll tell you where else you can get them. is also at... Uh, uh, what's the place that has the cheap milkshake? Steak and Shake. Mm-hmm. They have the same kind of fries. Mm-hmm. They, they've got this powder that you can get there. It's kind of like this spiced powder. Like a Cajun powder? Yeah, and you pour that on the fries. You don't. The fries don't need anything, mm-hmm. but with that, you're done. Yeah. I like McDonald's fries. Don't get me wrong, but the, they're, these those those Rallies fries, they're in their own league. They're, no one makes them like that except for What do place. you think about Rallies in general? I like Rallies. It's good. Cheap, I, good. It's it's cheap. It's almost disturbingly cheap. Yeah. Well, it's not that cheap. I don't know. It's, it's gotten more expensive. I haven't been I, there. I, I don't get to get a rallies at all. Yeah. Man. I mean, the only one there is in, in Nitro there. Yeah. Oh, no. We've got, there's one out in Greenup, but you well, don't get I don't to, go that way. You should. That's, it's yeah. right. It's literally, <laughs> hill, there's a hillbilly flea market. This is shoot. And then the next, they share a parking lot with the, with the rally. That sounds like a boat fest excursion oh. right there. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> you ain't kidding, brother. <laughs> and that's going to do it for this edition of Ask the Amigos. As always, if you're a member of our Discord community, which you can join by becoming a patron of any of the shows on the network, uh, you can uh, ask us a question and we will answer it. So mm. from all of us to all of you, we will see you next month for another round of Ask the Amigos. Until then, adios. adios.